Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is episode 192 of the Audible Farm Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Couch Town Coffee. Couch Town Coffee is roasted right here in Iowa. It's my favorite coffee. You can go to CouchTownCoffee.com, find whatever coffees they've got available, let them know how you want it roasted, and they'll ship it directly to your house. You don't have to go anywhere to get some of the best coffee you've ever had. I mean, that's definitely what I think. I drink it every morning. If you guys listen to this weekly, you uh, realize I ran out maybe a week or two ago. Rough, rough stuff. So don't let yourself run out. Go to CouchTownCoffee.com. Find a coffee you like. Make an order. And when you do, let them know Audible Farm sent you, and they'll give you 20% off. Why? Because CouchTown Coffee is that awesome. Thanks, CouchTown. This week, I'm sitting down with the incomparable Nick Earhart. Nick's one of my favorite people out there in the music scene. When I first started playing shows in North Central Iowa, he was kind of my conduit into what was going on. I I knew him pretty well from, well, I guess I've known him for quite a while. I've known him since I was, you know, in grade school, actually, believe it or not. But uh, when I first started playing shows in Fort Dodge, going to jam nights, kind of trying to meet everyone, launching this podcast, he was the guy that kind of steered me in the direction of where to go, who to talk to, you know, those kind of things. So it's, it's, I'm pretty much forever indebted to him. You know, he's, he's been one of those people that's just been such a good guy to me and everyone for that matter. Um, you know, I've, I've always known him as just a, a fun loving guy and, uh, you know, a heck of a bass player. I love watching him go out there and play with, with, uh, riddled with class. We talk about that in this upcoming episode, this episode, uh, I'm I'm pretty guilty of just derailing this thing from the get-go, but it's it's pretty hilarious. We talk about literally anything and everything that comes up. Uh, I sidetrack him with all sorts of crazy questions when he's halfway done answering other questions. But we do talk about Riddled with Class's shows they've done this year. It's ramping up, as it always does around the summertime, for Riddled with Class. We talk about playing acoustic shows, fill-in members, all sorts of good stuff. Uh, like I said, Nick's one of my favorite guys. We we have some pretty good laughs in this episode. So uh, hats off to him for, for just being who he is and, and going out there and rocking it. I uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode. I absolutely love sitting down talking with Nick. So here we go. It's episode 192 with Nick Earhart from Riddled with Class. It's the Audible Farm Podcast with your host, Peter Stockdale. Today I'm sitting down with Nick Earhart. Nick, you have been on the podcast before. You are the bassist in Riddled with Class. Uh, there was actually one show. I don't know if you've been on since this, but uh, you did play bass with Jesse Wilson at, uh, at one show. Yeah, actually. yeah. I had I had a good time. I was a little nervous at first, you know, but then just kind of figure out where you fill in and stuff. And yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was. And then Clint too, actually. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was a good night. Yeah, that was a weird show. I mean, uh, it was a good show, but it was uh, Clint and Jesse like split a show, and then you and I were there, and we just kind of yep. played along with both of them here and there. Yep, like, and let them do their own things at times too. Yep, yep. yeah, kind of nice because we all just kind of got you know got to do whatever we wanted. We all got plenty of break time, and nobody ever yep. got worn out or anything. So I got plenty of Crown Royal that night too, actually. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's a good time, though. I mean, that's one of those things about going to jam nights, uh, kind of being part of the scene. People just kind of realize you're out there, and if you want to fill in for a show, sometimes they hit you up, which was, you know, the occasion that happened recently when uh, you guys were down a member at a show and you had hit me up, unfortunately. Yep. 
Yeah. I was booked, but. And honestly, that was, uh, Levi was like, you ever think about hitting up Pete? He's like, I think it'd be great sometime, like, when one of the guys can't make it if Pete played with us. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, man. Like, so, yeah, it didn't work out that night, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure there'll be an opportunity at some point. Yeah, the fun part about that is a lot of those songs that you guys play are, like, right in my wheelhouse. It's what I grew up playing, and. That's kind of the idea behind the whole riddled thing, I guess, actually. You know, there there's probably be some stumpers in there and stuff. But, yeah, I know, like, the times you've been at the shows, you always talked about the familiarity with it, you know? and Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's – I think we described it once as, like, if you're between the ages of, like, 25, 30-ish to about 50-ish, this is, like, right in your wheelhouse yep. with music. You probably drank beer and listened to these songs at some point. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And if you're – 38 ish maybe drank those beers illegally so like, <laughs> i'm gonna get a calendar out and do the counting yeah. on that one <laughs> the whole idea of it though is just fun you know i mean like we there's a lot of cover bands that kind of and I'm not knocking them they they play the classic rock stuff like to perfection mm-hmm. and when it all started we didn't want to compete with that so it was like let's play some stuff we think is cool and then you know member changes over the years and we get different ideas of what everybody thinks is cool and and it's crazy to me like how well it's caught on i guess the last few years we we got before the pan the pandemic put us back a little bit you know and then everybody's wife magically got pregnant during the pandemic which is (laughs) kind of of hilarious how that that works yeah oh my gosh that was one of probably one of the funniest shortages that was out there was the condom shortage (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like oh no this isn't good yeah well and i mean they're all all of the guys in the band are very responsible we're all married yeah um yeah Yeah, you all are yep yep (laughs) The I can tell you that, well, there's all those jokes about backstage. Um, first off, the, we're not the lightest or most fit band in the, in the country <laughs> or in the area either. Um, but there, there's never a backstage for anybody that knows. But if there was, Riddled would probably be, you'd hear a bunch of dick and fart jokes by guys that are way too old to be telling dick and fart <laughs> jokes. And that that's, yeah, that's the debauchery that happens there. So It's so funny. Uh, it reminds me of, I was at a gas station recently and somebody said, what have you been doing? What have you been up to? I was like, oh, I'm working, playing music and stuff. And said, you're still playing music? I was like, yeah. And they're like, how old are you? I was like, 35. And they're like, huh. And I was like, yeah, I guess I should probably know better by now. But, you know, whatever, I guess. Yeah, screw me for having fun, right? You know, like, what are you doing? And, oh, I was kind of drink beer at the bar on Friday night. And then, yeah. That's true, yeah. Do yard work on Saturday. Like, I, I do understand like how to some extent some people might view it as sophomoric to just be like yeah I'm in a band still yeah. or whatever but dude it's tons of fun to go out there and play to people especially like when you're playing your kind of music I feel like you would have a lot of people that are similar age group to you instead yeah. of like if I go out there and play classic rock it's going to be people that are 20 plus years my senior that are just like woohoo but they all know everybody knows that That's, stuff that is too true. like yep. Jack and Diane and your Tom Petty's yep. and whatever yep. I don't even care what it is like I just like going to see live music and so like if we can be like a a departure from what you normally see at that awesome you know that's kind of that's probably the funnest part or you know and then you've you've played in bands every show you got the one guy who's like 
way way faded you know yeah. and then he's you guys are just awesome you know and then he just follows you around like while you're rolling up cables and you're like yeah man, no man thank you you know like yeah. check us out on facebook we're gonna be at this place next you want to buy a t-shirt you know or and no nah, you guys are just awesome i do every word to every song like yeah that's kind of the idea man you know? <laughs> thank you i didn't write any of them, yeah, you know? yeah. I, i'll be sure to pass it on to the guys and Blink-182 and the Foo Fighters for you. you know? like, <laughs> also, don't tell them that we're doing their stuff because we probably owe them some money. Oh, so. that's, <laughs> that's another weird thing about like the cover band thing is like... Uh, you play at places supposedly they're supposed to pay their like ass cap and BMI yep. and stuff. So like, which is like kind of weird. I don't know if you guys have ever run into any issues with that, but there there were bars. Um, and then it goes away and it comes back and it, it like. So my my question about all that is, how do you know if they're legit? Like, how do you know that the people that are saying you owe us this much money because you had cover bands in your bar are really with these corporations and. Also, why are they shaking down small town bars? You know, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, shake down a small town bar. Yeah, I totally get it too. But like, you bring up a really good point. Two rando dudes in suits show up and say, like, pay us money. It's like, yeah. what the hell are you talking about? You know, and it seems like sometimes it's like you owe us five thousand dollars, and sometimes you owe you give them 75 bucks and they leave you alone. You know, like it's so wild. It, I, it's a racket if you ask me. Well, and then. So years ago, I'm not a fan or anything, but I saw the Zach Brown band in concert with a, a girl I was seeing at the time, and they covered uh, "Killing in the Name of" by Rage Against the Machine, which was pretty wild and unexpected. Well, I don't really know anything about Zach Brown band, but they put on a good show. They were great. Um, but so does like Zach Brown got to like give 50 bucks to Zach De La Rocha then, you know, or like uh, <laughs> Tom Morello's just, like, ah, oh, you owe me 38 cents, man. Yeah, they you just know? Venmo each other back and forth. Yeah. I, and so like, uh, they, yeah, I haven't heard much about, I feel like I should knock on some wood. That's metal. But, yeah. uh, but I mean, I guess it's like a weird concept. I understand like where some people might not like it, but like for those that don't like understand what's going on, basically if you play a cover song in a venue, the venue has to pay a fee to whoever has the rights to that song. Yep. And, they, and they do it in a fashion where they just pool all this money together and divvy it out how they see fit. And it's like, I really don't understand how ASCAP and BMI can figure out who's playing what and yeah. divvy it out correctly. Yeah. you know, Do, do you need my set list at the end of the night? And then um, one of the songs on our set list is Drive. And uh, there's like, I don't know how many songs called Drive. You know, yeah. like... <laughs> Uh, I know the cars do one and I know, uh, Incubus does one and yeah. we, we do the Incubus one, you know, but, but it makes me think like, how do they know, like, are they just giving all their money to like Post Malone and Ed Sheeran and yeah. just being like, this the is most probably what's going on up yeah. there, you know, it's the like, most no. popular ones. Like you got Leonard Skinner and Ed Sheeran, Post Malone and like. <laughs> one other dude just getting like filthy rich off like yeah. shaking down bars in Iowa. <laughs> they probably <laughs> played last dance with Mary Jane. So Tom yeah. Petty's getting a cut of this, you know? So there's, I wonder how they sit down and they figure all that stuff out, which is kind of a weird thing to think of. And yeah, you know, uh, like a weird concept to fight. And I actually, like, I do recall there was one venue that was, uh, in Des Moines that just like wouldn't allow covers, covers for yeah. that reason, which was kind of fun. Cause it was like all original music sure. all the time, but sure. You know, the same time that can lead itself to be open up to so much interpretation where it gets a little wild at times too. Yep. And well, and then, so like, yeah, you know, like 
everybody knows last every damn band I've ever been in in my life played Last Dance with Mary Jane, which is one reason why I I go the rest of my life without it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when I play it, it's the same chord progression as uh, Danny California by the <laughs> Chili Peppers. So I like to do the Danny California like bass riff to it. It works until the chorus. But like, what if you're doing like some obscure Toadie song from the '90s, like? Do do they have like Shazam there, you know? And they're like, oh shit! That's I what all those you know? that's what all those live jukeboxes are that are connected to the internet. Yep. just constantly streaming it into. We found out how to keep them out of your bar. You got to get rid of that jukebox. <laughs> no, that's pretty funny. I uh, I don't know though. Like like, what if we did a three finger Betty cover? You know, I'll, like I'll sue the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I mean, like, what? Is, like, is somebody gonna be like, hey, Pete? Here's three bucks. Like some fat fucks in, or some fat dudes in a in a bar in Eagle Grove played your song tonight. You know, like I mean, I would freaking love it if yeah, somebody would cover a three finger. I in like that to me, like because there were songs not as much anymore because of where we're playing that like people didn't know them really. You know, and yeah. like um, the Toadies are one of my favorite bands, and everybody knows Possum Kingdom by the Toadies in. If you're listening to this right now and you say, I don't know Possum Kingdom by the Toadies. You do. It's just they never say the words Possum or Kingdom in the whole song. <laughs> and I'm not going to sing it for you because nobody wants that. But, like, we would do, like, we used to do Tyler. I think we did one other Toadie song at one point. And, like, people, people didn't know it. And so somebody was like, I, I like that song. But, I mean, even with that, like, I saw Jeremy Ober play well I, I worked sound for jeremy over at clarion one time and brutal republic and those guys are killer but they did uh uh a song called uh cortez the killer and i honestly i don't know a whole lot of neil young like i knew like everybody knows this is nowhere everybody knows heart of gold and like some of that stuff but like I didn't know it, and so, like, the next time I saw Jeremy was actually at a friend's wedding. I was like, dude, that song you guys have, like, the, and I kind of hummed along to it, because I don't sing in front of people, because it's awful, but uh, (laughs) he's like, yeah, I really wish I could take credit for that, but uh, that's a Neil Young song. I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty damn good, you know, and and so that's where I wonder, like, the legitimacy of it. Like, I mean, if somebody looks us up on Facebook, they know we're a cover band, you mm-hmm. know? And so, like, I, I I get it. Like, that, oh, they saw Riddle played at, you know, Stan's Bar and BFE, you know? Yeah. And, and then they're like, oh, okay, well, you had them. And I actually looked into getting us licensed, but it doesn't matter if we are or not. Yeah, it, 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 which it, also makes it, no it's sense. It's so weird because the yeah it puts the onus on the the bar that or the venue that hires you. But the gist is like the venue is the one now that's taking responsibility for selling what is your music to people. Do so you think is, it's because they know we don't have any money? <laughs> like, well, they're gonna get it from somebody. Yeah. They're gonna get it from somebody. Yeah, this guy's selling cheeseburgers. He's got way more money than these broke ass musicians. Yeah. You know, like yep. that guy spent his last eight bucks getting his Stratocaster out of the hawk shop. You know, yeah, like, no kidding. <laughs> and that that to me, I don't know. It it's crazy how all that works. I haven't heard much about it lately, and I hope it kind of stays that way, but. Yeah, and I like the gist of it all. I understand. So, like, if I made music and somebody else is 
utilizing it in some capacity. I kind of want to get paid for sure. it. And like to an extent, if somebody else was playing my music and getting paid for it somehow or another, I kind of would want to get sure. paid for that too. But like, it comes back to like you said, how do you know who's making sure that the money's getting to the places where it technically actually should be going? Yeah, just like is. just like with Spotify and yep. all these streaming services. Well, I saw uh, it was a it might have been a meme and it might have been total horseshit. But it was like talking about like you know how you stream their songs and sometimes like you'll see stream this song on repeat you know play it three times in a row blah and then there was a thing and it's like one T-shirt equals like fifty thousand Spotify streams as uh, far yeah. as profit goes you know and it's like yeah and like every band that I go see I'm terrible I'm like I want a T-shirt you know and so I I have more band t i'm actually not wearing one now but uh, it is a band more, shirt though yeah kind of yeah yeah it's a little bit of a throwback to the old blink time you know that yep. um but yeah it's i don't know i mean oh for those not watching he's wearing an atticus shirt yeah I, <laughs> 1999 eat your heart out like <laughs> back when uh, i don't know if you you were probably too young but loserkids.com are you familiar no, with that uh-uh. so it was Blink had like a web store and it was called loserkids.com and they they sold like Hurley and Atticus and Macbeth clothes and stuff like that. I don't know. I I I don't know. I think I got my I think I gave my grandma some money to order me some stuff off of it with, on her credit card cuz oh, I was yeah. like 17, yeah. you know. But. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, I love those days. Like Back with like the magazine days where you'd get like yep. the catalogs, you'd order stuff. And then out you of had catalogs. to wait like three years and then you're like, <laughs> I'm not even into this shit anymore. Yeah. Like you're eighteen and like the micro machine set you ordered in nineteen ninety show up, you know, and yep. you're like sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. But that is something else that's really funny though, to like think of those old school websites that used to exist. Cause like nowadays it's pretty much like, Well, I got on you know, who gets on a website first and foremost? And yeah. secondly, if, if you don't know what you're looking for, you just go to Google, type in a keyword and click on yep. the first thing. Yep. You know, otherwise, otherwise it's just like Facebook or YouTube. Yep. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. And like even online shopping, I'm like, Oh, they got an app. Cool. And then you yep. can just put the stuff you want in, in your thing. Half the time, the scary thing, your phone remembers your credit card, you know, and they're like, yep. do you want to use the one that ends in seven, seven, seven? Like, Yep. And yes. Then, please. Yep. And then, <laughs> and then you show it. And you're like, I don't even remember ordering that. Yeah. Like, cool. That that like blind ordering of things. But yeah, like back in the day, there used to be a zillion websites, and that's like a, a thing where I almost wish bands, like all bands, would have their own websites, which is kind of funny because I'm, I'm like in a band that doesn't have a website. We, we have one. I don't. I'm kind of in charge of that, and I don't remember the last time I edited it. It has been some time. Well, we're going to pull it up right now. Oh, boy. I'm, I, I've been slipping on my pimping when it comes to that. Like, I set it all up one night. Hopefully, there's not, like, pictures of dudes that aren't in the band anymore. Oh, look. That's... that's oh, hey. There you guys. You all, you're all there. Yeah. May 23rd, like, from... Oh, yeah. That was... Uh, that was probably from 2020, the last time I was on there, because it, oh, yeah. it got canceled, canceled. because oh, of COVID. COVID. Yep. Yep. That's pretty wild. So yeah, you guys actually do have a website, riddledwithclass.wixsite.com. So yeah. I'll put a link to that down below. One of these days, maybe I will go through and uh, and f- 
and modernize it a little bit. We've changed the, the logo even since then. Yeah. Kinda. I mean, uh, if anybody goes to the Facebook page, you can definitely see that awesome logo. I'm a big fan of these, like... I know some people are like, well, you're just ripping off one logo and derp a derp a derp. But you know what? It's, exactly. Uh, this pulls in a lot of nostalgia. You don't even have to know what the show is because people that will just literally see this logo and they'll be like, I know what I, this is 90s all the way. Like they don't have to know. And it's not even really that closely based on Saved no. by the Bell. Yeah, no, it was definitely inspired. My wife actually like made that background out of, I don't know, she spent some time on it and and then I spent a little time finishing it up. And, like, yeah, um, I don't know. The say by the Bell thing kind of, for me, struck a chord because, like, we do a lot of 90s stuff. And, obviously, say by the Bell was a 90s show. But even, like, the stuff that comes later, like, say by the Bell was huge when we were kids, yeah. you know? And, like, I, I think it might even have started in the 80s. Shit, I don't know. In the 80s or something. But, like... Even the stuff that comes after is still kind of all inspired by, like, those ideas. You know, we do a lot of, like, alternative, like, and then pop punk, and then, like, even some emo stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you, you might hear a Nirvana song, depending on, we haven't played it for, we haven't played any for a little while, but you also might hear, like, a Taking Back Sunday song, or, you know, uh, Franz Ferdinand, and then, oh, yeah. obviously, the blink and the foo fighters are kind of the two that seem to pop up all the time you know but mm -hmm. all of it i don't know i just thought it was a good fit for the band and then updated a little bit from the you know the stolen maserati crown that was in the the logo before that mm -hmm. yeah i don't know it's just it was fun yeah uh, and i mean i Heck, I used the NWO logo for like a logo, and yep. I've like got another one in the works that's just gonna rip off another one. But I think it's fun for like limited pressings or for like a season yep. of like your logo. Like this will be the logo for a while, but yep. it's gonna go back to the OG logo, or we're gonna have a different one come sure. out sooner or later, or whatever you know. But. Well, and I think this one we'll probably stick with for a little bit, but like T-shirt wise. So like if you see that, um, and then there's pictures of the of the T-shirts where we're selling right now and i'm getting more in right now actually i, I think we use the same guy for t-shirts so oh yeah harpo yeah. harpo yeah, yeah dude, harpo's, is it, harpo's is it still corrosive, corrosive. i'm yep. pretty sure it's still corrosive screen printing yep because i know like he kind of dabbles in a few different things you know uh, but harpo's all over the yep. map yeah in bands yep i'm pretty sure harpo has a job too like an yeah. actual job <laughs> like, i think so like I know he, I think he used to work at Guitar Center like way back when too. I think he like buys and sells and trades stuff at like, uh, like maybe like toys or something like that or video games or something. Oh, at, sure. At those like events too. So he's, a, he's all over the yeah. map. But. but he does a great job and he printed up some and it's the logo and then it's set on like a black t-shirt and it, it turned out super cool. But the idea now is, and actually we kicked around the the NWO logo at one point too. And I was like, shit, Pete beat us to it. You know? And like, I, I have one kind of funny idea that I, I think I want to do for a t-shirt, but I'm not going to say it on here I in case not. I do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Save that one. Save but, it. Uh, it. And it was actually Greg's idea. And then I just kind of expanded on it. Cause I want something like dumb and really funny, but you know, like, and if you come see us, like, some of the stuff that happens is going to be dumb and really funny. Like that, that's something, uh, Levi, like, yeah, Levi and I, we did an acoustic show a couple weeks ago 
And looking back on it, I think it was mostly just us talking crap to each other and then playing songs in between. <laughs> and it was pretty fun. I mean, it, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of playing acoustic shows, really, but just our kind of music, it's weird, sort of, you know. I recall watching you guys play an acoustic show at River Hops in Fort Dodge. One yep, yep, with Jeremy, yeah, and that was out of necessity too. That actually, that that was a full band acoustic mm-hmm. one. And yeah. I, it's weird because I got some of those videos, and they they actually turned out kind of neat. It, mm-hmm. Like it was just different, you know, and and stuff. So yeah, that that, and then there was an. So that kind of ties into, there's an idea that we floated around, and I don't know, I mean, maybe we'll get back to it at some point, but we were going to do like a a video, which was just going to be like us playing like, I don't know, five, ten songs that we would never play in a bar, you know, like, and I still would like to do that, like just prettier songs or, you know, maybe a little more somber stuff, you know, that like we all were into, because we, I mean, the age range, I think Jake's like six or seven years younger than me and then you got me and greg and greg i think is 35 i think maybe okay. I, I don't know how old anybody is anymore yeah, i don't know where I, I got white same. hairs in my beard now that's yeah. all i know but I'll uh just, i'll just do the rest of the podcast yeah like this then. <laughs> it's like there's like probably a six seven year age range in us so all of those songs were like we all at least knew them like i sort of feel like I when emo, which is something we do some of that stuff. I mean, emo and pop punk are really about that far apart. Yeah, they're pretty close. One yells a little bit. Yeah, yep. And when that started to breathes a little bit. Yeah, yeah. They both are kind of whiny, actually. Very very much so. Very much so. When that started, for some reason, that's when I hit. Like I was like into like heavier stuff there for a little while, Mm -hmm. and. And and even some of that, like, and when I, I I won't even publicly say what I thought was heavy back then because I got in Levi's truck one time and I was like, "What the hell are you listening to?" Dude? <laughs> and I yeah, I don't know anything about that, but I don't know where I was going with all this. To be honest, I don't remember. It just either. yeah, like so we take songs though that maybe aren't really fit for a bar, yeah. you know, and play that like. That would, be, that would be tons of fun. So, like, yeah. uh, it kind of reminds me, uh, I mean, it's right in the wheelhouse of this. Uh, you remember when they had, like, uh, Punk Goes Metal or Punk Goes yep. Country or whatever, and they would take, like, songs and just recreate them with more of a punk flair. Yep. Kind of like that, you know? Yep. Riddle with Class Goes Country or whatever. Yeah. You guys pop out a couple country songs. I don't know that I could ever, like, the two merits are, they are done with country. Like, uh, but, yeah, like, more of, like... Like, I know one of the ones that I kind of kicked around was uh, Motorcycle Drive-By by Third Eye Blind, which okay. is a super cool song. There is a ton of words, though, like, and sometimes we're not great with lots of words and songs, but... Yeah, I feel that. Just a little more, like, somber. But, yeah, actually, if to like if you could punkify, like, a country song... That would I've I've seen it actually a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, there's a dude on YouTube that I absolutely love. His name's Alex Melton, and he does like different versions of songs. So he'll do if like if Blink One Eighty Two wrote uh, Wonderwall, and oh, so okay. he'll play it kind of like Blink would play Wonderwall, you know. And but then he also did all these things where they were like country versions. Like there was a country version of Duality by Slipknot on Whoa. there. And okay. it, it was weird, but mm. it's just 
some of it like makes you laugh and some of it you're like okay and they took a like a song by blink he's very influenced by blink too but uh took a song by blink called always which was like on uh i think it was on the self-titled album that some people love some people hate Mm -hmm. and he just like slowed it down and made it acoustic and it's beautiful like it it's weird because when I think of Blink, I don't really think of like pretty, yeah, beautiful songs. Yeah, it's not beautiful songs, yeah. No, but I don't know. <laughs> there's all, and there's tons of those kinds of people on YouTube, you know, that it's just, but I, I for some reason, like I heard one of his things and I'm like, I'm going to look this dude up. And then all of a sudden I think I'm following him on TikTok, which that's a fairly new development for me, TikTok. But uh, I'm trying my best to steer clear. It it I don't even. It's awesome. <laughs> like, it, it, it's, and yeah, I hear that from everyone. It, like, cause there's stupid stuff that you can't stand on there, and then there's ones like where the half naked girl like push this button and it'd probably take you to some porn site or something. You know? Oh yeah. Some fishing nonsense. Yep. And yeah. I, I don't get that. I, I watch a lot of dog videos on TikTok. <laughs> uh, a lot of people, I'm, I'm very much a dog person for the most part. I think I like dogs more than people at this point in my life. But well, yeah, yeah. I can see how, like, I can see how you could definitely rationalize they're that easy, concept. They're easier to read. Cause usually they're like, what's up? And they're all happy. And they're like, just scratch my head for a second. And if he, like, if you walk by him and he growls at him, you're like, oh, okay, that dude doesn't like me. I'll just keep going, you know? Yeah. Like, it, yeah, exactly. it, I don't know. Dogs pretty, are awesome. Pretty upfront about everything. <laughs> dog videos and then, like, just, like, stupid, stupid, funny stuff. And Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I get sucked into the reels on Facebook same way. You it's know? the same kind of idea. It's, yep. it's the same thing. So I try my best to steer clear of those, like... I give myself like look at watch the first one because you clicked on it. And the, yep. if the next one, if it sucks, just quit. Just don't even. Yep. Don't scroll anymore. But yeah, I've I've heard from even like Mike Schulte from the Pork Tornadoes was just like the algorithm on uh, TikTok is like absolutely next there, level to the point where it will pick you stuff that you want to see and you didn't yep. know you wanted to see it. And the Pork Tornadoes uh, TikTok is awesome. I've watched it. <laughs> they they do a lot of like dicking around with uh, like changing words to songs of covers and stuff um no it's it's incredibly entertaining they're doing it they're killing it on there mike schulte is like i I don't i don't care what anybody says about anything that's going on in iowa at all i think he's the best at social media in iowa like yeah the dude has the ability to like literally go viral from an organic standpoint and they they market themselves so well but then when you go see them they don't disappoint you know that's my favorite part yeah like they're like they're absolutely good. Yeah, they have really cool, neat lights. They have all kind. They have the whole big show thing. Like it's not, it's not catching somebody in a bar somewhere. You know, like it's an event. You it know, it is an event. It is but like they don't event. disappoint at all, dude. The Pork Tornadoes could play all songs I hate, and I would still be like, these guys kill it. Yep. And there's some people out there that like. I remember going to like Pork Tornadoes shows. They'd just be like. Yeah, I just didn't dig it. It's like, the hell are you talking about? Yeah. They played like Gangster's you, Paradise, yeah. like all the way to Do Lady Gaga. you not Kaga. like fun, you fun-hating <laughs> son of a bitch? You were the one person yeah. here not having like, fun. Like, you're the dude in the corner, like, just, and everybody's over there, like, having a blast, yeah. you know? I saw you drink 40 beers and do 20 cartwheels. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know you were having fun. Yeah. And they're like, no, I wasn't. Everybody knows you had a good time, Frank the Tank, you know? <laughs> It's so funny though. I like love that how that's like a thing too, where some people just be like, yeah, I don't like these guys. Like, how can you not like these guys? You know. I saw a thing once where it's like that's the most 
sincere form of flattery, though, if you're a musician, is if other musicians hate you, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and I, I don't experience that with anyone. I don't have that feeling towards anyone, but like, it is funny. There are people out there that are like that, you know, where they, they just can't like you because it th- they think it takes away from them, you know, like, Hey, you know what? We can both not suck. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, like, and that's one of my favorite parts about the pork tornadoes is it's like, how are you going to tell me that these guys play like 30 shows across Iowa in the course of a summer to like 15,000 people at every single yeah. show and they bring up a local band to open for them. Like, how can you yeah. tell me that that's not cool? Like, yeah. Not only do they come to your town and absolutely kill it, they will pull somebody from that area to play with them and give them a chance to play in front of 10,000 people, yeah, you know? It's gnarly. No, they're, yeah, and they, they're absolutely awesome. But yeah, and like, yeah, the the it it is a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. I mean that's even inspired us to do some. What they do has inspired us to do some of the weird stuff we do. You know, like I mean, you know the the cover that you wouldn't expect from us. Uh, you know, yeah, and stuff like yeah, and yeah, no, I watched a a thing where like I think I saw a thing of the pork tornadoes where they uh they were playing. I think it was at Woolies, and the fire alarms went out. I think that's and right. They, and then they were playing. They <laughs> concocted a way to make that go along with like a maroon five song or something <laughs> yeah. you know like yeah those guys are horrible you know they, <laughs> what a terrible time that must have been i bet everyone was not you know just like are you kidding me yeah we're because uh, you know all crappy bands would incorporate like the most annoying song sound that they could to keep their show going you know and make sure everybody's still having fun that's the sincere sign of a band that really sucks you know yeah. <laughs> we're being super facetious here for those that can't oh tell. yeah there's no yeah, the video there yeah. <laughs> no yeah it's yeah no that's awesome i i remember years ago we were playing somewhere and we had a killer crowd that night and the mics dropped out like I think all the PA dropped out and then the crowd was just singing the song at us. And I was like, this, it doesn't get cooler. We might as well just stop now, yeah. you know, cause that, that's awesome. We kept going cause I think it was just mics, but like, that's awesome. If you can just truck, you know, or, or take an unfortunate thing and make something really cool out of it. And on, and we didn't, they did for us, but yeah, but it was a cool moment. Exactly. Right? You know, and those are the kind of things where, like, uh, it, I, I, growing up, I was always like, well, you got to be so delusionally optimistic about everything. But, like, if you could have, like, a little bit of optimism and not just be like, this just sucks because something bad, ha-, like, yeah. turn it into something good, something, you know, like, that the good sound- part about this was this, you know. Yeah. So that just- sound guy messed up, and now our mics, and we didn't absolutely murder that Weezer song for eight seconds, you know? <laughs> and, like, when, yeah, like, but, yeah, they it's cool moments like that like and i thought that was super cool like they took something that was unfortunate and made it mm-hmm. like made the best out of it and absolutely killed it and made it fun for everyone yeah, you yeah. know like yeah no those those guys are awesome but yeah well let's talk about uh your guys' yeah. like upcoming shows and stuff now that we're done jerking everyone else's chain. <laughs> yeah. uh, all local bands we love you uh, uh so like riddle you guys have actually had like uh it's fun to see you guys like you slow down in the wintertime and you ramp up in the summertime and it yep. always seems to happen like that so your shows are ramping up again here yep we we've been around a little bit um we we were in carol um i was just is this thursday that this yeah so the previous week we were in carroll we're off the weekend of this coming out but then um july or june 24th 
Um, we're going to be at Amigos in Fort Dodge. Um, I, we played there like years and years ago, and I think it might have been for a fundraiser. But I'm really excited. Local, um, you know, we've been out at the winery a few times. It's fun to play locally, you mm-hmm. know, and and you get, you know, the crowd of people you work with and, um, like, fr- friends and family from the area, you know. Amigos is a cool place. Um, and then the weekend after that, um, we're in Battle Creek, Iowa. Um, we're playing with... Uh, Two bands. We're the first band. Um, I think we go on at like 5.30 is what I understand. But it's for their fire department, their fundraiser. Um, we've That's what we did at Donkey Days is a fundraiser for the fire department too. Cool. In Renwick. But uh, we're playing with um, a band we played with last year there called Over the Border. And um, some guys, local guys, and I think they're going to come up and play for an hour in between. Us and then Arch Allies, which I cool. yep, is an 80s tribute act. Mm-hmm. Um, and the week after that, we're in Odebolt, Iowa. And then... God, I don't know yeah. if you can remember all that stuff. I'm, I should have them on Facebook, but I've been slipping a little bit. Well, hopefully they'll be yeah. up by the time this episode comes yeah. out on Thursday. Yeah, we, I will. I'll, yeah, probably. Um, and then down the road, we got a couple other cool ones. Uh we're doing Badger Fest this year. Sweet. So I grew up north of Badger, out in the country. Huh. And I, guess so, I, I guess I didn't know that. <laughs> like if I was a if I was sixteen years old and you would tell me that my band's gonna get to play Donkey Days and Renwick and Badger Fest no in the same kidding. year, I'd be like, Oh, I'm losing my mind. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm excited. It's fun to be back out playing. This summer we picked up a little more than we had previously. Mm-hmm. Um we're going to be back at Rails over in Eagle Grove again, I, I believe, at the end of July, July 30th. So, um, yeah, I mean, last and then last year, you know, we're still kind of bouncing back from pandemic stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Greg and his wife had had a little boy last year, and then uh, Levi and, and his wife uh, had a little girl, actually, um, the day we were supposed to play for the city of Ankeny. <laughs> so oh, I was, like, in Story City. And Levi called me and he's like, hey, good news and bad news, man. <laughs> the good news is uh, we're going to have a baby. The bad news is I'm not going to be at the show because it's happening right now, you know. So <laughs> we kind of, you know, we try to respect that. Like, you know, we're all in our 30s and stuff. And Jake and, and his wife are actually expecting now. So um, I think it towards the end of October. So. Summer will be a little busy, and fall will probably slow it down again a little bit. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You did bring up a good point earlier I kind of wanted to touch on. So, like, it just made me think when you said that you play locally and then, like, you know, people you work with or people you interact with like come to your shows. Like, this is something that you and I don't necessarily get to do because we're musicians or whatever. But, like, if you don't play music and you, like, work with somebody that plays music... I mean, I'm just trying to think, like, would I be open-minded enough to be like, yeah, I'll go check out, you know, Steve's band or whatever, you know, like... Yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of... There are people, like, so, uh, I mean, I think everybody knows from me being on here what I do for a living, but I'm a sales manager at Ford Dodge Ford Toyota, Mm -hmm. and there are people there that if they showed up to one of my shows, I'd be like, whoa, (laughs) I didn't think (laughs) that would happen. (laughs) And and then there's ones that, you know, they've come out, um, and... There's a lot of younger people and stuff, and it's cool to see them have a good time because a lot of the songs, you know, they might not know and stuff, but 
And yeah, it is. I'm one of those people that like if I worked with somebody and I heard they had a band, like I'm going to see them, you know, mm-hmm. like when do you play next? And and there's some of those and then there's some that like, yeah, I'd be very surprised if they ever showed <laughs> up, you know, but well, that's kind of cool. I mean, like you definitely are the kind of guy that l- would like to be social like that, you know, and I, I don't know if I'd. I don't know if it's just because I play music that I'm so open to it. Because I remember, like, before I played music out places, like, I was just like, well, if, it's, if you're not playing Iron Maiden, your band sucks. You yeah. know, like, it's like, not, not everybody wants to listen to Iron Maiden, man. You know, so you figure it out after a while and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, like, I, my mind is a little bit more open now and things like that. So I definitely go to, like, any show I can kind of grab onto. But That's kind of my thought on it all. Like, I'm not a huge, like, country music fan. But I have friends that play, like, country music. So, like, I'm going to go check them out, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, the more the like, the like more I've thought about some of that stuff as time's gone on, it's, no, when I'm in my car, I'm not going to turn it to 96.9 and listen to that, you know? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Sorry, but, but no. <laughs> like, honestly, I think if I would have, like, accidentally stumbled into a, I don't even know, a Blake Shelton concert, I'd probably have a good time. I mean, yeah. you know, I like, and then when you know the people and it, it's, it's different, but like live music is, it's just different than, than sitting in your car listening to 96.9, oh, you know, very much so. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, you did pull up on a hog earlier today, yeah. uh, but do you listen to many much music? Like when you're driving around? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's funny because a lot of the musicians I know don't, um, I in the mornings I listen to a news podcast usually on my way to work. Nice. Yeah. Um. I don't know. That's my age, getting older. And then I'll go through like kicks and like, it's weird because like we play a lot of songs that are like some of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. And if they come on, like I'll just stream music in my car, you know. And if they come on, and I'm in my car, like my wife loves the same music, you know, and stuff. I'll always skip it and she'll get mad at me. Like, no, I heard that song, you know, 30 times last year. Yeah. Heard it and played it, (laughs) but I'll go through like kicks where I get into like bands and then all of a sudden I'm like deep into it. Like I, I had one with a band and I think, I think they're out of like Colorado now, but they were originally from like Baltimore and it was called the dangerous summer. And then like, so I heard a few of their songs. I'm like, I really like this, you know? And then, like, I would listen I listen to their whole first album. Like, that's all I listen to, and I would, like, stop it when I go to work. I've listened to your podcast in my car, too, on the Aww. way to places. But Aww. I don't listen. I usually don't listen to the ones that I'm on. It, oh, well. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. I, Same no. here. Yeah. I don't listen to any of <laughs> yeah. I don't even listen to them to edit them anymore. I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm just kidding, though. No. But, yeah, it's... it's uh. Well, and I've known a lot of the people, and then some of them, it's just, I'm like, this is pretty interesting, you know? And There's a few of them that are surprising. Like, I, I used to try and pull all the information out of people and just soak it out of them, but yeah. know, some of them are really good. Everyone with Mike Schulte has always been fun, though. I, you know? Yep, <laughs> hey, I've listened to his stuff, and see, I, I didn't know him. I knew the Pork Tornadoes, because I'd seen them, you know, yep. probably like Okaboji or something a couple of times, yep. but yep, uh but yeah, no, I don't know. Yes and no, maybe. Like, there's other times where I just drive home in utter silence, and and that's probably kind of creepy, actually. But well, I bet a lot of your job is like verbally communicating with it people. It is, you know? so like, yep. 
I didn't really think about it too much. We're like, I'm lucky. I mean, like, I got a headset and stuff, but, you know, 95% of my job is not on a headset. So, like, yeah. I just sit at a computer, but I have to, like, Skype with people and, like, you know, email and message. Yeah. And just, like, it's 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 just a lot of stuff to constantly do. So, when it finally comes down to people, like, send you a Facebook message, and it's just, like, I'll get to it in two weeks. Sorry. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. just, I don't want to communicate with anyone anymore this way. And, yeah, I that, that's probably been different for me too because i don't know my wife would probably tell you i talked to her more before i did this just because like sometimes i just come home and like people have talked to me all day you mm-hmm. know but i don't know i like it though i guess i like i'm i'm a pretty social person like oh, I, yeah. i'm pretty much like everybody though you know i i don't know but yeah, yeah. i mean you were pretty much the person that got me introduced to a lot of people in the Fort Dodge music sure. scene, honestly, because of you being active down there and just being social with everyone. Yeah. I made a, like some of the coolest people I've ever met in my life are musicians. So, yeah. you know, like, and looking back on it and then like to have the friends that we I've had. So like, I, I told the story about Levi, you know, like having the baby. Well, we were like, Oh shit, what are we going to do? You know, like we were supposed to play for him the year before COVID wrecked that. And then now we're down there, and obviously I can't, hey, tell Brittany to hold on for a little bit. you got yeah. a show to play, you know? And you can't just walk up and be like, oh, our singer had a baby, so we're just going to go home. <laughs> yeah, and, well, and Greg does some singing, but then Greg's like, so I called Scotty Rockstar. Heck yeah. And Scotty Rockstar dropped whatever he was doing, jumped in a car, and hauled ass to Ankeny from Fort Dodge to, to sing a bunch of songs that he doesn't normally sing, you know? Yep. And then, like, you know, we had... Uh, some illness in the band and and i called you and you were busy and then yeah didn't you do a two-piece show not terribly yeah, long ago? yeah we did a two-piece the night uh, the friday night in in uh rockwell city at the amvets there i actually heard something really cool uh as weird as it sounds i like i talk you up in the four dodge music scene but i play in like weird dive bars where people like haven't heard of it with class because you play in like i would say bigger bars I, yeah i don't know well about not, that. well you <laughs> yeah. know but you guys haven't played at bootleggers or whatever. No, you know? we so, haven't ever been there. So, yet. like, uh, you know, it's one of those things where not everybody knows you, but I kind of recommend you to people. And somebody went over to that Rockwell City show, and they were like, is, are they usually two people? I'm like, no, there's usually a whole band. And they're like, holy shit, I bet their band is good, because <laughs> this is good with just two people. And it was the worst, too. <laughs> it's like, it's the funniest thing, too, because it's like, people are just like, this is killer, and it's just two people. I'm like, I... That's actually kind of a freaking great compliment. We were playing, and so, like, it was a weird night. Um, we had a comedian and then a comedian magician, and it was a benefit for um, uh, a lady there from Rockwell City who needed uh, a wheelchair van. And and so we're like, yeah, we're happy to help out. Mm-hmm. And so, and then shit fell apart because people got sick. You know, Greg and Jake both got sick that week. And then so it, it ends up being me and Levi, and we're watching – this comedian and he was good and then there's this comedian magician and i was like oh boy here we go you know Mm -hmm. and that dude was awesome and so we're playing and we we were having fun and we we ventured off our beaten path we actually did a country song that night i don't remember what it's called or anything but levi and i have played acoustic together like twice before Mm -hmm. and and uh some guy goes, you guys are good. You probably don't need the other two guys. <laughs> Levi's like, shut up. We are the worst two. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them that. Yeah. They didn't know any better. <laughs> but no, and then the next night, you know, we they were they were both still sick. And so, like, I called up Topher, uh, Chris Anderson, um, Friday morning. Actually, my wife had to because I was busy. 
And he's like, yep, I'll do it. So then he shows up the next night, plays for three hours with us. Plays and drum, kills it. Drums? And, drummer. Yep, nice. And killed it. And like, and I don't know. Like, that's what's cool about the Four Dodge music scene is not only are there like tons of very talented people, but they're usually pretty damn down to earth and cool. Mm-hmm. You know, the drummer thing is probably the scariest thing. Also, I think maybe a drummer, like you can, I, I sort of feel like there might be a little more work for a guitar player. It would be impossible for almost for a singer to just be like, show up and like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do four hours of songs with, with that, you. you that know? I don't listen to. It would be almost impossible. Yeah. 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 But a yeah. drummer, I think, you know, if, there's if you're a good drummer you can probably hang you know yeah. like you might miss some of the stops he didn't i still don't know how the hell but like yeah i mean they're super cool people and they're usually willing to help you out as long as they can you know yeah. and, and like i don't really have a bad thing to say about any any of the mus- musicians around here they've all been super cool to me and i don't know yeah i would definitely i definitely have to say like uh even just doing the podcast i don't think I've ever had like I've had a few people that I call them like you know detractors or whatever you know just people that are like sure. listen for a while just to crap on you or whatever and there was a handful of that in other towns but none of it from Fort Dodge it's not that it's like you know Fort Dodge is the greatest because we're so nice to everyone you know it's, yeah. it's, it's not always the case if no. you know Fort Dodge but it's like uh, you know, it might not, might also be like maybe everyone's scared because of proximity because I'm kind of close to it or whatever. You know, that's this is kind of my scene. But at the same time, like, it's just kind of weird. I did a lot of this stuff, and I'm not trying to pick anyone out, but like in Des Moines, and there was a few podcasts where it's literally like people were just like, I don't like the person you did a podcast with. And then they like gave me one star reviews and stuff, like just based really? on the fact they didn't like the person I talked to. Really? That seems like it's a. It's like the weirdest thing in the yeah. world. So you're you do you got to check with them if I can be back on this yeah, week yeah. then? Did it, but that's the other thing. It was it was pre-COVID though. Yeah, like we've talked about this a little bit. How I feel like the scenes have changed a little bit, and now it's it's on now. Like yeah. if, you, if you got a band, it's on. And yep. not only that, but every town wants to have their show. Every you know every yep. bar wants to have their big event, their anniversary in the summer, their bike ride thingy or whatever. They want to yep. have it booked, so they're looking for Riddle with Class. You know, they're looking for. Brutal Republic, Clint Riedel's, Jesse Wilson music, on down the line. And if you guys are booked, they got to pick the next one, you know? So I I feel like a lot of people are kind of coming out of the woodworks and realizing. And and then the cool thing about, like, being the guy who does booking for stuff like that is, like, a lot of times people will ask me, well, do you know someone? And I pretty much send them to those three people you just said or, you know, I... What depends on what you're looking for, you know, and then I, I love that because two two of my or two of the guys that I play with, Greg and Jake, you know, they play with Neil Anders too, and mm-hmm. and and uh, the guy's name's Justin. I feel bad; I don't remember his last name. They're awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. Look them up, you know, and I, I can tell you if they're available or not, probably. But you know, like it, that's the cool thing is like when you know like you can't do it and there's there's weeks this summer where just like yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna do it that week because you you can be as busy as you want really and (laughs) and we all got kids and and stuff and and wives and and you know people that that deserve some of our time you know like i mean we none of us would be doing this unless we loved it you know and the little bits of money you get it's nice you know if you if you save it and you do stuff with it you can really do something with it like it's just the money's 
probably like the fourth or fifth thing down the list, really. You know, mm-hmm. you do it for fun. And I mean, some of those guys they're doing they're 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 doing it to support themselves now, you know, too. Yep. But they wouldn't be doing it to support themselves unless they were having fun. Because it takes a long time before you think for a second that you I'll just play music and this is how I'll pay all my bills you know like <laughs> I would love to meet the self-employed musicians that's just like I freaking hate playing guitar <laughs> yeah, for people like, <laughs> son of a bitch I gotta go out and drag, drag this thing out of a case plug it into an amp <laughs> shit play, play me some CCR god damn it I hate Fogarty <laughs> like just I could see that I guess <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah that's that is you know it's a good point but it's also a hilarious point to yeah about, well and, and even my other job like so selling cars like I've been around selling cars for like seven years now mm-hmm. in sales I really feel like you either want to do it or you can't do it you know like it, and there's there's money in it you know but but it's one of those jobs you have to like because if you don't like it, you're not going to be any good at it, you know. For start, and I feel the same way about music. Like, if you hate it, and you just exude the hate for it, I I had a show, and I don't remember. It's been a long time ago where I just was not having a good time, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I I think I projected that shit right onto the audience, you know. Yeah. Like, and so like that stuff becomes, and I. I I decided that I wasn't going to be mopey and anything like that anymore because it's a long time, long thing to get through if you are not having a good time, That's you true. know. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's play for four hours and just be miserable. And it's been years ago, but yeah, it's just like like I said, you couldn't do this for a living unless you wanted to do this for a living and you enjoyed it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, also, there's not a shitload of money in it. So, yeah, like, yeah. I, you know, and I'll have to say this: there are some people that are able to live modestly mm-hmm. off of playing music. Exactly, they're, they're not driving Bentleys, and I'm not no. trying to point anyone out or saying anything. They live comfortably; their lives are enjoyable. Yep. But at the same rate, like you said, it's like I, I remember somebody telling me way back in the day, I was like, "What do you want to do?" It's like I want to play music for the rest of my life, and they said. It's gonna be a rough life, yeah. and, I was, and I was just like, "What do you mean?" And you know, they were speaking from experience. It's just like I—that's what I've done my entire life since yeah. I was like a teenager, and it's it's for, not for always every, an easy buck. For every you know one Corey Taylor who gets to go out and do it for a living every day, you know, and then makes you know drives Bentleys and shit like that. There are 17 million guys, like, loading their shit in an 86 Corolla. You know, like... There was a meme floating around today, actually. I wish I almost wish I could find it so I could read it. But it was uh, somebody famous or whatever had posted about how they, like... Uh, you know, I've played in, like, these places and I've played in those places. I read, and I, yeah, you know, I read and, that. That was... And it pretty much was just, like, if you're making any money doing this, yep. y- you've won. You know, yep. you're, you're doing the thing, is what yep. I think what they said. Yeah. Which... He said like, he played at the Forum, and then two nights later, he was like, at a dive bar like somewhere. Ten you people, know? and most yep. of them were the other bands. Like, yep. hey, been there, you know? We played to Libby before, yep. you know? Yep. Libby would yep. clap, and Levi tell her to shut up, you know? <laughs> like, but I mean, that's I love those kind of shows, though. Like, you just, you need, you need to lose in order to feel like winning is important, you yeah. know? And I, I think that was something that, like... Like maybe like Duke's coach or Kentucky's coach or something said when they lost a f- the Final Four championship game or something. They're like, you need to lose so that way when you win it feels you know like you know yeah. you need to fall down so when you finally get to the top of the mountain again, it's good. You yeah, know? you can't just hang out up there all the time. I don't know where I'm going with that, but still like <laughs> it comes back to like 
if you're making any money at this, whether you're giving guitar lessons or just, you know, once a month playing a show for 50 bucks at a small coffee bar to entertain nobody, like, whammo, you're still getting paid to do it. You took a hobby and and you brought some sort of income in with it, yeah. you know? And, like, that's awesome. There, You know, there's there, somewhere there's a dude, you know, working in a factory and every minute feels like an hour. And he hates it, you know, oh God, yeah. and, and he wishes he could go play, you know, two hours for 50 bucks, you know, mm-hmm. like somewhere and playing music, you know, and, and he probably could, he just got to take the jump, you know, but like, I don't know, I don't, <laughs> what, that's not what I mean. It's just, you know, yeah, you got to respect it and, and realize what you're doing is awesome. You know, like yep. it's, it's super cool. It's fun. I think that's actually like legitimately the concept for. Okay, this is gonna be weird. Fantasia two thousand has like a cartoon that's based on Rhapsody in Blue by Gershwin. And if any of that's incorrect, light me up in the comments. <laughs> I'm fairly certain I've got all this nailed down pretty tight. It's Rhapsody in Blue, but anyways, that's the whole gist. Is it's like this steel worker and stuff is this uh, guy that like pretty much just like wants to go play music and then there's a musician who's getting paid pennies and by the end of the cartoon they flip-flop spots yeah. and the guy they're both happy where they're at because they're they did what they wanted to do you know that's the kind of the point where uh you know and it's just and not that we're getting paid pennies but well yeah you know. and and i'm not even knocking on the dude working in the factory because if, if he enjoys his job awesome you know i'm just saying if, like, he, if he wants to have a retirement package of 65 that can support his family fine yeah, yeah whatever i guess good benefits if, if, if he wants to pay off his mortgage <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah yeah <laughs> but like you know it, to to get anything out of it like is awesome you know like I hope to recoup most of the equipment I buy. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that's kind of my idea. That's pretty much what I think too. I was like, eh, it'd be cool to break even. You yeah. know, it's all said and done. <laughs> and then I, but then like we get a good paying show, and I'm like, man, I should get us some new lights. You know, yeah. and like that's an. I saw a meme once that said, "Teach your children to love instruments because they'll never have enough money for drugs." Then you yeah, know, like it's the truth, <laughs> and and those have gone up with everything. You know, the, the inflation and all that. We're talking stuff. instruments. Oh yeah, wow. Okay, I was gonna say I thought you were talking drugs. <laughs> no, I, no, 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 I, sorry, I wouldn't know anymore. But like, uh, no, slap that, at it. That's hilarious. No, <laughs> that's awesome. I, yeah, I think you should. Um, <laughs> but no, like instruments have gone up. You know, they I mean, have like, used instruments. Like fifty to a hundred percent. Yep. In price. Oh yeah, and then even if you so, are you familiar with the brand Sire at mm. all? So Sire makes these Marcus Miller bases, and they're supposedly like I mean like the five hundred dollar P base model comes with like a flame roasted maple neck, mm-hmm. and it, it's finished on the fretboard side but not on the back side. So you're like, okay, that's fantastic. They listen to people, you know, like because. If you've ever played with a finished neck on a bass, like the, your hands get stuck. Sticky. Yeah. Yep. And so, like, they're like, oh, look at this incredible instrument you can get for 500 bucks. But you can't freaking get it. They're not out there, you know? And then, meanwhile, you know, Squire, which is like the Fender lower mm-hmm. models, those things went up. I don't know, 150 bucks, 100 bucks mm-hmm. each, you know. And yeah, like your normal cheap, you know, jazz bass, whatever. Yep. It's, it's like 450 bucks now yep. for a cheap bass bass. Yep. New. Like, okay. And if you wanted, like, uh, even the player series, which is kind of the entry level, like Fender stuff, they were 749 or 720. 
six ninety nine, I think, two years ago, and they're eight fifty now. Jeepers, that's yep. insane. Yeah, you know, but I mean, I don't know why we got on that, but like, yeah, well, I it, made the joke to Brad Hofing earlier today. Who, Brad Hofing, who is a myth and may or may not exist. If you, I, did, to I still, I've never touched him, so I don't know if it's just a hologram. <laughs> it's a hologram. But I was, I was talking to him about this classic thirty. I'm having some issues with, and I took it all apart, and there was a fuse that was loose in it, so I think that was the issue. Yeah. But. Uh, I was like, if this thing needs retubed, it'd be cheaper to just go buy another used classic thirty than it would yeah. be, you know, than to get yeah. new tubes. You know? Isn't that weird? Like, yeah, I could just throw this out in the street like it's a used paper plate. And just yeah. like go get another one. And somebody would, somebody would be like, no, I'll take it and retube it all. You know, like, yeah, well, I but, mean, that'd be the only way you could be affordable yeah. is if somebody gave it to you for free. Yeah, I mean, it's so expensive. It, yeah. It, things are yeah and stuff like that it, it's in and then you hope you can get all the stuff you need you know i mean yeah my industry like cars uh, shoot, yeah you guys are yeah. in a weird spot there too especially yep. with i mean you're just lucky you're not manufacturing them and, and dealing with that you know i wish the manufacturers would reach out to the customers who ordered stuff instead of just being like hey go to see your dealer and i'll be like I don't know anything. Then you got to like, call him up and be the middleman and take yep, the flack. Yep. Neat. <laughs> oh, that happened the other day. I got cussed out. I'm like, trust me, man. Nobody wants your truck here more than I do. Oh, that's true. Like, true. You, you're very excited about your new truck. That's how I feed my kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but no. It makes, it makes a lot of sense, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's definitely like a sector of the economy that's gotten just blasted. Uh, well, it's another one, though, that's like, Used cars are like almost twice as much as they were yeah. like four or five Some years ago. Some of them, ago. yeah. Like, Especially if you have like a year or two old one. Yeah, I mean, the older stuff is, yeah, it's up. But no, it's, the, the world's different. People, and I mean, you know, it, you, it makes you wonder, are, are people putting more value in stuff that we didn't value as much before? Oh. Or are people just going like this? You know, yeah, money, like money, money. Yeah. yeah, is it just a cash grab or? And I, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, like obviously, lower supply with steady or increased demand obviously is going to raise prices. Because like, if I have four bass guitars for sale and there's six people that want them. I, I'm not gonna sell them for the lowest I can get them for. That's you know? true. Yeah, I mean it's just basic. Economics. Also, now I only have four bass guitars to sell versus the 75 I would before. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I have to make the money on that four. You know, and so you just kind of wonder. And it, the cars thing that there's just such a market to that, but like you wonder, you know, how much of it is just people realize it's inflation that's really what it is and you don't really know where it comes from you know but well you do but (laughs) yeah i just talked in a circle there big time (laughs) so we basically don't know what's causing all the issues in the world but we uh we do know something's causing it (laughs) yeah we're not we're not gonna solve them all tonight but yeah it uh i don't know it's it's different you know with everything like you go to order something like if you it makes you value your equipment. You have more right now because if you like, let's say you, you needed a part for that amp and you know, you, you might not be able to get it, you know? And so true. I don't know. It's made me kind of appreciate what I have a little more, you know, and stuff, but that is true. That is true. Maybe watch it a little closer. Cause one of the ladies I work with, she has one of the new Ford Broncos and it's super cool. And she said somebody almost sideswiped her one day on the road 
And the first thing she thought is, if he hits my car, how long is it going to be before I get the parts for this thing? You know? Oh, and, no, like, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah, if you drop that and, like, blow a tube, you know, you could think, like, how long is it going to... I mean, tubes, I think, are out there. But, yeah, they're there, but yeah. I can't remember. Like, I was looking at, like, how much would it cost to retube, like, that amp or something? It was just, like, $700. just like, Holy to retube cow. an amp? Like, really? Are you serious? <laughs> Like, well, yeah, I guess when they're all 150 bucks a piece or whatever. I know? made an attempt at retubing a buddy's amp years and years ago, and we had no idea what we were doing, and I'm pretty sure we messed that thing up forever. <laughs> like, well, it just depends on what kind of an amp it is, I guess. Because yeah. some of them have like a bias you can set where it, yep. tell, it tells you how hot you want the tubes pretty much. Yep, and I think that's – and I didn't do it, and that's the one thing I'm proud of is I think he cranked it up too much, and we popped a tube right away. But. Yep, yeah, that, that's – yeah, red. And it ended up Chris Carr fixed it for him. So yeah, you know. yeah, the, you know, red actually red plating in a tube sounds good, but it, it will burn them out pretty quick. But no. yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, so let's let's, let's <laughs> we got one topic left for this, and I was let's see if I can remember what it was because I was going to ask this. Oh yeah, here we go. Everything's going up in price. Gears up in price. Gas is up in price. Um, recently, I would say recently, like right around the time COVID hit. A lot of bands were starting to be like, I think I'm going to start upping my price just a little bit. And yep. some did, some didn't. But I'm starting to see some of the people who didn't kind of start to wiggle another hundred bucks in there or something. Yeah. You know, justified, not justified? Are you thinking about maybe going that route? Or uh, we just going to try and wing it until gas prices go down again? Or are they ever going down? Or how's this going? No, that, that's a really good question, actually. Um, Yeah, I think, you know, I, it depends. I mean... For me, if we have to travel a long distance, it, it financially has got to be worth it, you know? And then when you think about, you know, you're trotting out, I don't even want to. My wife might listen to this, so I don't even want to venture a guess at how much money worth of gear I'm dragging to that place, you know? <laughs> 20 bucks. Yep. All right, yep. Go. I got it all from some guy, and 20 bucks it <laughs> fell off the back of a truck. Yep. But, like, yeah, I think you got to factor that in is like if something bad happens, you know, like That's did true. you make enough to get started on the thing you got to replace, you know, and like and then gas, you know, and but yeah, I I think but then, you know, the people that are hiring you are dealing with the same outside expenses you know and that's true because i mean I've, that's where the argument i've heard from some people were like some people are like man's got to eat and the other yep. people are just like yeah but you're just screwing over these like little bars and restaurants that are just yeah. trying to have but at the same time i've seen the fistfuls of cash that some of these places bring yeah. in with just piles of you know inebriated it, lovely individuals yeah but they're there and that yeah i mean i don't know i know you don't drink you know yeah. but if somebody was gonna go out and drink drink for a night you know the old the old school binge drinking mm -hmm. you know and let's say it's them and their spouse that, that's a pretty expensive night that was an expensive you know? night you know it, Which, yeah so, you know i, I, I maybe think, the only reason they're going out is because there's a band there yep and if you ask my wife that's 90 percent of what if we go out anymore which it's it's a little less than it had been um my daughter moved in with us and stuff and so um we've been home more and then I'm getting older, so I'm tired more. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like, we're going out. Yeah, I want to go see a band somewhere, you know. And I'm probably going to spend some money on drinks, you know. And I, th I think it's got to make sense for both parties, really, you know. True. And, I mean. Yeah, you can't be, like, going into whatever 4th Street Depot and be like, give me a million dollars or whatever. Yep. Some small bar or whatever, yep. you know. Like, you can't just be like, hey, yeah. come on. We're, we're 
6500 bucks a night you know <laughs> like down street or whatever yeah but uh you know at, at the same time like i some of the bars i play at i have a uh, fantastic relationship with the the owner, or at least the person that's hiring me. Mm-hmm. And you know, if we agree to a price and they know I'm cutting them a break, sometimes they've kicked out a little more. You know, no, mm-hmm. I had a great night. You know, and I don't think it's against anything. We don't really do it, but lately I've been seeing uh, people tip more, mm-hmm. like tip the musicians more mm-hmm. and stuff. And we're not. I mean, I don't have anything against it. We just don't do it, really. Ask for it, really, you know. But I've seen a lot of, you know, guys will throw out their guitar case, you know. And, and I, I mean, I think if somebody throws a 20 spot in a guitar case, you should probably go ahead and give them your worst rendition of Mustang Sally or whatever you're going to yeah. do, you know. Yep. But, like, yep. uh, yeah, I don't. that's a hard question to answer, really. I mean, yes and no. Um because, too, I think if you tee off on a guy and then you don't get hired back there, you know, you you probably know why. You yeah, know, but that's true. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like, uh, I, I get what you're saying. It definitely depends on the place. depends what kind of a rapport you have with them. Because you don't want to just, like, outprice yourself for yep. the entire market. And you don't want to, like, be like, yeah, we're, you know, $2,000 for a show. And then just show up and, like, not have lights and have, like, a basic PA and just yep. be like, whatever. And then, yeah. Because that word's going to travel quick, too. You and know? that's one thing I kind of tried with, like, with our band. I, I'm I'm pretty proud of what we're putting on the stage and what we're, what we're putting out in front of the stage, you know, as far as sound. My wife has tried really hard to, to get that, the sound stuff. And then I've tried to learn, too. And then the lights, you know, and now we're... She's making them dance along to the songs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It, it, we, I think we're putting on a show. I, don't, I think Heck it's yeah. more than just four guys playing songs yep. for you. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mission accomplished, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, is there anything we want to uh, plug in here at the end? Otherwise, uh, we're getting pretty close to the end of this podcast. Yeah. No. Um. No. I'm. Yeah. Every. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Come right. check us out sometime this summer. I got some merch available. We've got t-shirts we've got stickers you turn me on a yeah, sticker dude, I, I need fantastic. i need one of each please thank yep. you <laughs> and then i got i think i actually have buttons now too for buttons guitar. buttons I'll, are coming back I'll, yep i'll hook you up with that too and you can use them you know guitar or whatever yeah, strap man. stuff but yeah no and i we're putting on a fun show we added some new music this year um yeah and we'll be around nice <laughs> nice All the social media is down below. Check them out. Thanks, Nick. Yep. Thanks for having me, man. Man, he ain't kidding. I'll tell you what. They they have changed their show up over the years, and it is it's still the same old riddled with class, but it's new tunes, it's uh, new lights, new sounds, new everything. I mean, it just it's slowly been morphing over the years, and like he said, it's it's not just you're going to see some bands play. It's it's a show. They've got they've got it going. pretty cool over there at the riddle of class i'll tell you what if it's if it doesn't come down to the good sound that comes out the lights the lights are they only keep getting better every single year i think they upgrade something whether it's uh overhaul the set list which they do pretty much every year anyways they add 15 20 songs a year it seems like and just kind of shuffle some new ones in there but the lights the sounds uh the presentation of it all is so good they got a new logo out i love the logo 
If you couldn't figure out what the logo looks like from listening to this podcast, go check them out on social media. The links are down below. And also go check them out on social media so you can make sure you can catch them somewhere this summer. Riddle with Class is playing a lot of shows. they got a lot coming up in towns across Iowa. They're playing... I mean, everything from town festivals to, to dive bars to, to big bars, too. So, I mean, they're going everywhere, doing pretty much a little bit of everything. So check them out online. Uh, like I said, all the links are down below. And uh, let them know what you think. Go out and watch them live. Give them a high five. And, uh, yeah, don't don't buy any shirts. I'm just kidding. Buy a shirt. I just I got to make sure I get a shirt. I've missed out on too many cool shirts from local bands, and I do not want to miss out on one of these. So check out their shirts. Uh, just make sure you leave me an extra large. All right. Uh, <laughs> appreciate uh, everybody tuning into this episode. Appreciate Nick taking time out of his day. Nick had a, a really busy day, and he still made it to the podcast. So thank you very much, Nick. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day. And uh, I appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to listen to this. So thank you guys very much. I really do appreciate it. Down below all the Riddled with Class links are links to all of the Audible Farm goodness. Go there. Check out the Audible Farm shop. We've got T-shirts and, and all sorts of goodies available at the Audible Farm shop. Otherwise, check us out on YouTube. There's uh, video clips of the podcast as well as all sorts of other cool clips. And the audio versions of the podcast are also there. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe. It's uh, it's always fun watching those subscribers go up on YouTube. Otherwise, uh, the podcast is uh, free pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. Leave us a review. Uh, let us know what you think. Five stars, thumbs up, thumbs down, one star. Um, whatever you want. Just let me, let me know what you think. Otherwise, uh, the Patreon, it's $1 a month for the Patreon. You get video versions of the podcast. Uh, I've, I've been teasing ideas of other things, but as of now and as of for the last year plus, that's, that's all that's on the Patreon. So thank you guys for subscribing to the Patreon. I really do appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. I'm going to check out. All right. Peace.